Hello, welcome to the Hanky Panky Podcast. My name is Hank and I'm here today with Dasha Bond. Hi. Such a sexy little James Bond name. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the first question I always ask is how did you get into sex work? That's a good question. Um, I went to university in London mm. and as an American student, you weren't allowed to work more than 20 hours. And I, what? I know it's very difficult, but every other international student could work 40. That's so fucked up. And you can't support yourself on 20 hours a week when you live in London. London's expensive. Oh, it is. Um, and I dabbled in nannying first and I hate children. So, um, uh, that quickly like nannying is fucking hard. Yeah. I ran out of options. Yep. So I was like, okay, like. I'm gonna do this. Like I think I'm. I think I'm gonna be good at it, and I am. So that's good. Um, yeah. And then I slowly started doing like sugaring because you know dip your toe in. Yep. Um, and then I started doing escorting, and I was always dominant like in my personal life. So quickly I was like, eh, I don't know if I can do this all the time yeah so then i uh, completely switched to doming and like it was the best decision i made and you know um like there were definitely some influences that like helped push me in that direction um and after that i was just like really happy and like this is just like where what I. what were stuck. the influences you know uh mistress blunt was one of them for sure she's so amazing and like we work together and like I just like really loved her content, everything about it, um, and just like her activism and just everything she talked about. Like I just loved seeing a sex worker who also like talks about the issues in sex work and like mm-hmm. it just like really yeah. inspired me to see someone so real. Um, and then just other like New York like sex workers that I would hear about like talk about sex work and all the issues going on like I just was like okay this is something like I want to be a part of like these people really care about their industry right and a lot of other industries like don't have that sense of community and like that's really important to me what was your first like introduction to doming like um that's a good question it was really like um Uh, gradual because when I first started like in my personal life like it was just really natural with the partners I was with they would automatically like be subby (laughs) you're slutting them out (laughs) (laughs) exactly um and so I just even when I was like escorting like I would have so many people being like uh can you dom me because like you know people uh, like they feel the energy they can tell exactly they're attracted to you they're like yeah and so I just like just started doing it more and more when I was just like, okay, I just don't think it makes sense for me to be subby. Plus, one thing I think people don't realize is like your audience and your clients know. Like when you are like you mean it or when you Mm -hmm. don't mean it. Like Mm -hmm. if there's no chemistry there, like it's not even worth selling. It's not even worth doing it because they just – they like, see it. You can read it. You can feel the vibe through the phone or through in person, whatever exactly. it is. They know. They do. That like, was the same for me. I, I remember, so I'm obviously Ukrainian, and um, every single, like, during the beginning of the issues with the war, like, if I made content in the beginning, they were like, you're off. Mm. They're like, you're, they're like. Like, you have something going on. Yeah, like, and they, like, you know, I was, I'm very vocal about it, like, what's going on, but I just thought it was really interesting they're like no that's off or I've had other times where people are like there's a like they're like you look really genuinely happy here Mm -hmm. and I'm like I I love seeing that um so I'm really like thankful that my audience is actually pretty supportive you know we all deal with (laughs) the idiots well I saw I saw someone like sending you like death threats the other day or whatever it was it was horrible I don't know what it is but it started actually uh, during the Euro Cup in uh, when London played against Italy, like that whole thing. Uh, prior to that, uh, the UK played against Ukraine, and I started getting death threats and rape threats then, which is about two summers ago, I think. Why? Uh, Did they lose to Ukraine? No. So then what? <laughs> yeah. When, what? It was it was bad. I mean, even then, that's not an excuse to do that. But they, like, they take their their football really seriously, um, and they're also like kind of 
xenophobic. So we were just having these issues, at least what I was hearing from other people. And, you know, we had the issue with then obviously the like uh, they were being like kind of rude, obviously, towards the Italians and then also like just black people in general, mostly because uh, like the three people that made them lost, quote unquote, were like, they're. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, like it was like this whole thing. They're just like. That's like so horrible and stupid. That actually doesn't even make sense I know. in my head. And I just remember like, like after what I dealt with, like in that order, like first it was me and then I was seeing that and I was like, damn, I'm like, this is like a deeper rooted issue. And it's actually, that was when I left London. Mm, how long were you in London? Uh, two years, but it overlapped a bit with New York. Um, so it was like two you were there ago. for school, then you stayed, and when COVID hit, then so I was able, like, I had some liberty to travel around, right. so I could still go to school. And what did travel. you study in school? Psychology. Psychology. <laughs> I want to be a sex therapist. I wanted to be a sex therapist. <laughs> it's so like it feels like so unique, but then everyone in this I industry know. is like, I want to be a sex therapist. I know. It's, oh it's so God. fucking fascinating. It is. The human mind is insane. How people work, what makes them tick, mm-hmm. like learn behavior also as a dom i just like people come to you and are like immediately feel so comfortable mm-hmm. to tell you everything well we were, we were talking about it off camera or, yeah. or off microphone a little bit it's like funny you don't realize how much people when you're a sex worker but especially like a more dominant whatever it is they trauma dump to you in a way that is like almost unbelievable unless you're in that or you're experiencing that because they just feel so comfortable with you they're like Okay, now let me tell you what happened when I was three years old. And you're like, they do it all of the time. Or like last week, my girlfriend left me and I tried to kill myself. And I'm like, it's Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. And I'm sorry that happened to you, but I I was not ready to read that. No, exactly. Mm -hmm. And like I've had clients who are just sitting there like talking around and they're like, yeah, my my wife died from cancer. I was like, this is not a conversation (laughs) I think we should be having. It's Um, not funny. It's just so absurd. I I do love being there for like my fans and my, my clients. Like. It makes me feel good and... When you come to me in a way where it's respectful and I'm prepared to talk to you about it. Exactly. Especially if you have like a deep, like a longer, long-lasting relationship with someone and Mm -hmm. they, you know, it gradually builds up. Well, like, like, you know, like love bombing, obviously, like that's a thing. I feel like dumping your trauma too early is like the opposite version of that. It's like we need to progress this relationship in like a natural way, not just like... Hey, so I get, and do you, do you ever get like, as a dom, do you get people coming to you with fetishes that you won't do requests of? Yeah, occasionally. But like, I have like a limits page on my thing. And like, Mm. I'm always like, what are your limits? Um, I, I mean, they're pretty standard, but like, I don't like diapers mostly because I don't like anything that like adopts childlike mannerisms. Mm -hmm, Like I try, like age play is off of my, I know I'm a mommy dom, but that is always about the dynamic mm-hmm. and not about that's a power dynamic not exactly. an age dynamic it's more about like in my opinion it's this like juggling between like disciplinarian and like carer nurturer right. while you're like having sex with someone like that is what i see a mommy dom is mm-hmm. it's not like a literal mommy exactly yeah um and i think a lot of people have a hard time kind of grasping that um so it's it's difficult, but yeah, like diapers or anything that adopts like childlike mannerisms for sure. Uh, scat. Uh, uh, I've talked about. It. I'm like for enough money though, I'll do it. <laughs> like for like fifty thousand dollars, I'll shit in a bowl. Like you know what I mean? Like I won't yeah. eat it or touch it, but I will do it. it it's it. I, I I feel like everyone has you know their their number. There's a price. Um, but yeah, there's like that's. That's that. I, I don't like CNC. Mm, I, I, I don't like anything that portrays any kind of rape or like non-consensual acts. Yeah, because um, CNC is consensual, non-consensual, like role-playing rape if, exactly. if someone listening doesn't know. And I just don't love like encouraging that or endorsing it because uh, it's a difficult thing. Like, you know, there's definitely murky territories with certain like forced acts, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Um, and you know, you like free use and things like that. Exactly. And like, you know, if you're doing that in a relationship or like in the privacy of your own home, like, like you do you, um, but particularly as someone who like people watch me and they see what I do, um, 
I'm not like comfortable with portraying that on the internet yeah that's valid Mm -hmm. do you find you ever get hate for the way you interact with like do you ever get hate on like bringing kink in public like what's your opinion about like because we both talked about tiktok Mm -hmm. and some Mm -hmm. of the comments can be fucking ruthless yeah they can. so i just want to know if you've ever experienced that i think the only thing i've really gotten was a little bit of the the mommy Mm. stuff and like i've had some people being like oh you're endorsing this or blah 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 and like i've been very clear about it for a long time like sure like we've it's funny because like the whole daddy baby girl thing is very normalized but the second we do like literally mommy baby boy like it gets really uncomfortable and it's like it's interesting because like we all know that when someone's calling like their partner daddy like they don't mean their literal dad yep so i think it's interesting that like when it is the this is the root is misogyny okay exactly (laughs) that is literally where i was getting to uh because it's just so frustrating to hear that because it's like you've already adapted this one thing and i'm doing it this way and i think at the end of the day i'm more responsible than Mm -hmm. a lot of the other people who are doing the well, I mean, doms who practice actual professional doming are definitely doing it safer than a random 40-year-old man and his 20-year-old girlfriend. Exactly. So, and it's funny, and, like, same for, like, people being like, oh, you're so dirty, you do, and I it's, know. like, all of these things, all of these hate comments are normally, like, if you only knew. Exactly. No, it frustrates me, because, like, I've talked about this a lot, but, like, kink should not be mainstream, mm. and the second that we, like hear all of this stuff about you know people like getting choked in bed without asked or getting their hair pulled or whatever it might be like or just like rough sex in general like these are all things that you talk with someone like you don't just do that and it's very rare that a dom would ever like do that we we all understand that like people get carried away at times and like that's when like you know you need to be communicative and all of that Mm -hmm. but like majority of the time you should be asking like beforehand yeah or at least learning like i mean you could kill someone by choking them yeah you can and so like people practice unsafe kink it's super dangerous but because it's so normalized now i don't think people even think of it as kink exactly that's the issue it's just that's that well that's going back to cnc that's why i have Mm -hmm. a problem with it not behind a paywall if you're gonna sell cnc content who am i to judge you but put it behind a paywall not everyone should be able to access that like i shouldn't be able as like a 18 year old going on Pornhub be able to on the front page find like a forced sex something I've noticed is especially since now uh, Twitter has those two different feeds oh it pisses me off my like for you page will be a little bit more like graphic I've seen I've seen and I I, Mm -hmm. I've heard that from other people as well and like again like when I follow certain people like I'm consenting to seeing what kind of content you know you exactly. you, know, you find a new creator you see that they make like uh, particular fetish content or they make oh, vanilla yeah. stuff right like I've that is like about this this is like your form of consent do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying just like for example when someone subscribes to my OnlyFans you're consent- consenting to see my porn like it's in my bio like this is what I make I do, but I've never consented to seeing yours, which is why you Dude, can't and that's just why send I, me oh, Two things. That's why I hate when people reply to my fucking tweets with their pussy. Yes. Or their dick. But also, I've seen people tweeting, like, I just saw, like, throw-up porn on my feed. Exactly. And it's like, I'm, like, a recovering bulimic, and, like, that is very triggering mm-hmm. to me. And Twitter is pumping out this, like... And I almost find it, like, I'm seeing slightly also conservative things on my... I am as well. And I'm yeah. like... What by the people I follow no, makes I, you think that? I exactly. Like, I understand the interest in, like, a more balanced feed mm-hmm. or whatever. But I don't know. It's like, at the end of the day, like, what keeps people on social media is you found interesting creators mm-hmm. that think like you. And that's what you want to see. You mold your, like your explorer page or those exactly it's normally based on things you like and a lot of us get really upset if we lose our like tiktoks or whatever and it's like aside from the fact that it is our business but sometimes i'm like i've spent so much time curating this like save different stuff like Mm -hmm. like some of this stuff is not even sex work related like Mm -hmm. i've read recipes i see so many sourdough recipes because i want to fucking make sourdough (gasps) bread so bad i want to be like a little housewife and you lose it yeah and every time how many tiktoks have you had i don't know lots a lot and a you lot. also do what i do which is you get new phones i do with vpns i get new phones new numbers i don't set it up to wi-fi mm-hmm. I, nothing to link them to each other yep. new I, apple ids all of that and i've had so many i remember like my most like 
I was so happy. I had one account that got 250K in like four days. That's amazing. And I lost it so quickly after that. Dude, one time I made a TikTok and that day I got deleted. It didn't yeah. get that many followers. I think it had like a thousand. Sure, sure. But I was like, oh, how'd it's, you find me? It's a it's new It's so VPN. sad. And we can see, like, I think all of us have talked about how the algorithm is changing a little bit. So now it's getting a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I just like, I love TikTok a lot, even though like it's where I endure the most amount of hate. Mm-hmm. But like, I just really like it. I like the audience. I like how, like, if I do my TikTok lives, like, it's the same people that come back. Yep. Plus, you, you make new like a, you create a relationship dynamic with the people. Like, I find I, I remember their usernames, I know their profile pictures. Exactly. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Welcome back. No, exactly. There's this one woman who, um, she's been on there for so long. And it's like, from when she, like, started talking to me about her like gaming career or whatever and how she was like uh <laughs> talking to like she was like boyfriends with this one girl she's like they're about to get married you know what I holy mean? Like, shit it's just interesting because i have this like really like sweet you know like relationship with yeah. my followers i also think i read somewhere on the internet like someone was just talking about me and they were like dasha bond is very active with their like mm. fans and i just read that and i was like that makes me so happy that people are noticing because I, I love my people and I think it comes back to like also being an in-person worker mm-hmm. and just the fact that like I care about my people and it's how I got started. Like I didn't get started in like online work. Do you yeah, know what I same. mean? So I, you need to be really like personable exactly. and you need to like what you do. I, I, you know, Cinnamon and I have had this conversation on here and it's like, you can tell a difference and there's no judging either way, but you can tell a difference in interactions based on people who start online yeah. in a privileged point with a big platform mm-hmm. or people who are working in person and then decide, oh, online work might be best for me. You exactly. can tell an, a very, very different interactions with their fan base or their followers, whatever exactly. you want to call it. Do you... This is like such a weird question, but do you prefer one or over the other in person? Yeah, I prefer in person, but at the end of the day, like you can just have so much more volume online, obviously, you know, you can be making content, but it doesn't necessarily mean that like you're making a ton of money. But if you are, you know, doing all of the work, advertising all that, and hopefully, you know, it it works for you, like you can make more money. What what would an in-person like session for you entail? Like walk me through. Yeah, it depends. Uh, Like like, before even booking and all of that. Oh, yeah. So I think first it starts with people like submitting a form on my thing, reading, like making sure that like we're compatible. That's like the most important thing. Um, You decline people? I decline a lot of people, Mm. especially when it's very obvious that they uh, did not read my like limits, my interests, all of that. That really pisses me off. Yeah, because you spent time doing that. I made the whole website myself. Like mm. I want people to appreciate it. And yeah. like, you know, the other thing is as a sub, like you should be able to take the time to like read through this because I think like the relationship you have with your dom is really important. And if you are a true submissive who wants something that's a little bit longer term, like you would be putting in the work and the research. Be attentive. Exactly. Right. Because you want to find someone who suits you the best. Just like I want to make sure that I suit you. Well, it's like any in a civ relationship, like you're going to stalk their Instagram. You're going to read exactly, their bios. Yeah. You're going to find out what music they like. It's like mm-hmm. all of that is the same. No, it's so important. And when I see someone and I realize like I can't fulfill their like fantasies or you know give them the best experience I think I can get like I will recommend them to someone else who Mm. I think can can give them what they're looking for or I will reject them and tell them hey I just think you could definitely find someone better than this and I just don't want you to be let down when we're done Mm. if I already know that I can't fulfill it that's amazing though like it's just it's important um, so when they come to me, like I want to be able to fulfill everything to the best of my ability. And if I see all of a sudden it's like, you're asking for, you know, like diapers and scat. And I've sat here being like, <laughs> even like, I thought was the first thing on my, my no list. Exactly. And I'm just like, like, can you shit in your diaper? I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, um, unfortunately. Yeah. But it does happen. <laughs> And so I'm just, like, really happy. I think I have, like, pretty decent clients at this point that I just, like, I enjoy their company uh, and, you know, and I like doing what we do together. So once someone submits to you, what happens after that? I will usually email them to schedule a phone consultation. Whoa. Yeah. You're brave as fuck. (laughs) Talking on the phone is scary. 
I find it pretty easy. It's better yeah. than texting because there's no tone indicators normally. So phone call, yeah. you can really like. It's important to me to hear their voice and mm-hmm. talk about certain things. And like a lot of times, it happens occasionally where I'll ask someone these questions and it'll be like, like, uh, like what are you looking for? Or like, what do you want a, like a session to entail? Um, and they'll be like, well, I wrote it down. And I'm like, no, the whole, it's like, I know it already. Like, I'm looking at it in front of me when we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. But like, still, I'm seeing this. Say it out loud. I need them to say it out loud solely because if you say, like, a list of, like, sissification and water sports and, you know, like, uh, I don't know, something else, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm like cage play. I don't know something. Exact pet play, right? Yeah. And I see these three things. Like that's I've just gotten a list. And then you're talking about it in person. You're like, sissification is something that I've had like maybe a little bit of an interest in. Pet play is something I've done for so long. It gives like I've had a lot of like time. Th- and they're, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. water sports is something I want to dabble with, but it needs to be the right person. And blah blah. blah. What I've just heard, they're so different to those. Li- right. Like, it's like list. green, yellow, red. Like there's different yeah. variations it's, of how close. The emphasis, like, mm-hmm. I didn't hear that before. Before, you you just showed me interest. But now I'm hearing, oh, well, if I don't have time to do a session with this particular kink involved, you're not going to be upset about that. Right. And I'm going to be able to focus on the things that you really want to focus on. Right, because you're catering for them. Exactly. So it's important to hear that, like, how they talk about it over the phone or just just speaking about it and where their excitement is mm-hmm. where the emphasis is on certain things that they want to well try. you can tell by the verbiage and like how their tone changes mm-hmm. if someone is really into something exactly or if it's just like something they're wanting to try yeah because whenever it's something they've done before like they get excited mm-hmm. if it's something that's new like you can hear a hint of a like appreh- questioning yeah, yeah. you know like what i mean apprehension, exactly like nerves and so that just like it makes it so much easier to do my job. Like, that's the most important thing. I want to hear them say it out loud. And then, you know, I will, uh, if I think that I can make that happen, then yeah, I'll book them. You'll book them. And then, so what happens when the, with the booking? You don't have to tell me everything you do. Sure. Just a general. Because I know a lot of people, you know, had, like, um, Steve on. I've had some people. Actually, I had, a, like, a, a true submissive on. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to hear that side of it. But I haven't had anyone talk, like, in detail about doming yeah. and what that entails. Um. Well, I guess I'll be a little bit broad, but, you know, someone, like, shows up. I try to make them as comfortable as possible. It's important, I think, to just kind of have, like, a little bit of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Maybe even, again, talk about, like, like this is what we're doing. Like, what mm-hmm. do you want to do today? And, again, like, I will be repeating myself, and they will be repeating themselves a lot, too. Um, but it's just important to constantly be checking in. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the reason why I will ask questions things and it's not because I forgot like I'm the most like uh, attentive person and I always take notes like it's so important for me to just like be very crystal clear on what's happening um but I but and also making them repeat themselves is also kind of a power play like I want you to tell me over and over like I need to hear that you want this I agree it's so important because I will refuse to see people who I can tell are so anxious. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one client in particular. I just didn't pick it up until we actually ended up seeing each other. Uh, he was so nervous. He was sweating. Like, mm-hmm. you could just tell, like, he could not do much talking. And uh, we were able to finally go through with it. But I just remember at the end, I was like, listen, I, I just can't see someone who is so nervous about this. Right. Especially because his kinks were just like so very vanilla to me. <laughs> I was like, what were they? Um, it was like face sitting, which I did with like clothes on mm-hmm. and um, like a little bit of like impact play. <laughs> it was like just like dipping You're his like toe pussy. in. <sighs> and I was just like, okay, like I... I understand that this can be like a lot for some people, mm-hmm. especially if they've been very repressed or, you know, told that sex is bad. Right. Like I want to be able to help them. Like that that is the most rewarding part of my job is knowing that I've helped someone like facilitate like their exploration. Yeah, it's a li- it's like liberating. It's 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 I love it. It mm-hmm. makes me very very happy. And I want to be able to offer that to other people cuz I know as a dom like that is the single thing that I can offer to everyone. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, I really, it felt uncomfortable. Like, I don't want someone to feel like they're like, I want to do this, but like, I physically get like sick. Like, a little like, nerves is normal. Exactly. A little like, nerves, that's fine. I'm nervous when I'm doing things sometimes. Exactly, yeah. Like, we're all a little, it's new. Everything's scary mm-hmm. when it's new. Um, 
I don't know. I just couldn't. I don't think I could see someone who I could just tell is like they're very, very, very apprehensive to be here. It, right. It does not make me feel comfortable, and I need to immediately like disarm that person as soon as they walk through the door. Like that is the most important thing to see that they can get comfortable with me and immediately. And most of the time, you know, people do trust me uh, and they can see that like I have my client's best interests in mind. Right. That is important to me, Um, especially in terms of like their safety and all of that. But after that, usually, you know, we'll do whatever their session is, whatever the kink is, Mm -hmm. whatever has been agreed upon. Um, Sometimes I like to, you know, especially if it's someone that I've known for a little bit, like I like to push the limits a little bit. You know, we just like really get into the dynamic. Um, And then usually afterwards, you know, you kind of uh, a little bit of aftercare. Yeah. uh, Which is usually just like talking about the scene. You know, if it's someone that like I'm having like a really extended, like long session with, like uh, I like to bathe my subs sometimes. That's sweet. Yeah, it's it's really nice way to like kind of connect with them, especially if I did like impact, like I'll give them a cold bath. I fucking hate it. <laughs> um, but it's still sweet at the same time. Exactly. A little punishment, but care. Yeah, it's it's about like reducing inflammation like making sure that they're right yeah. you're gonna get ice bath as you're after yeah <laughs> but it's like actually like important it to, is, need to, yeah. to do certain things like there's always a purpose behind everything that i do especially for my subs um so that's usually there's like some kind of aftercare it depends like you know if it's like i'm seeing someone for two hours like we're just going to be able to kind of like talk through it a little bit and right. be like what did you like what didn't you like mm-hmm. you know just like make sure we address all those what has been your favorite session you've ever done do you have one in your mind yeah i do Ooh, um, don't smile like that <laughs> yeah um, i do I, it was a couple session mm. um and i just remember you know bdsm it takes a lot out of me like it just I get so like drained of my energy by the time that I'm done because I'm putting so much of myself into it right and I had this couple who ended up seeing me it was he booked it for her as like a birthday thing Mm. I know I love that it was so cute and he was not involved as much in terms of like what I was doing I basically told him like stay out of my way but you can do whatever you want as Mm -hmm. long as you are not in my way so he was like able to touch her in places that I wasn't touching her at that time. You know, that was just like the most important thing. Like, mm-hmm. just do not get in my way. Like, move. Yeah. Uh, like, I will also dom you. Scoot over. <laughs> and he was a dom, so that oh, was, that cool. was the other thing. It's like I'm not I'm not doming you. Therefore, like, you need right. to like stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. So she basically came to me with the interest of impact play she said that he would go too easy on him which is very natural like in a relationship that someone just doesn't want to hurt the other person right. that's 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 valid but she was just saying she was like i, I really want to push my limits mm-hmm. physically she was like this is the most important thing to me in terms of this and so i think it was about two hours like it wasn't even like extremely long that's still long though i know yeah. that's still long enough yeah. that you're gonna feel it tomorrow i know exactly so we ended up doing a lot of impact play like she was so <laughs> bruised up by the time we were done mm. it was you know like purple everywhere and she had a hard time sitting down it was quite funny honestly <laughs> she really enjoyed it um we did a lot of things i just remember i was doing something to her mouth and i look over and i just see him fucking her and i was like oh i was like i just wasn't expecting it but again i was like no that was like within what i said i guess i was like yeah that's fine yeah but like you had discussed that before not particularly i told them i was like you can do whatever you want i do not care just don't like get in my way yeah and i was sitting here like focusing on her mouth so i was like i don't even remember exactly what i was doing in there like yeah i was like fucking like gagging her i was like i was in there (laughs) like giving her an oral exam (laughs) probably (laughs) let me see that plaque (laughs) like yeah you should you got molars (laughs) you need to brush there a little bit more are your wisdom teeth coming in Uh, like like maybe you should get that checked out (laughs) Um, (laughs) you're in your little nurse outfit (laughs) i do love medfed actually um i think it's so sexy yeah it's so fun um i have a sub who has my um my initials carved into him. <gasps> I know. I he did it from himself? No, I did it. That's yeah, hot. It he was, asked? Yeah, he did. Like, he he knew that I was into, like, MedFet. And um, 
yeah, he was just like, would you, would you do it? And I, I did. And now he has my initials. What's the definition of med fet? Um, I think, well, it's short for medical fetish and it's such an umbrella term. Yeah. Um, so I think it just depends. Anything that's like medical related to like medical role play or things including different types of plays, like, you know, like needle play or like, uh, you know, like cutting stapling like all of these things uh blood play all of those so i think it's about just like exploring everything to do with depending on what the person wants Mm -hmm. because for some people you know just the idea of like you know dressing up and like doing that and like sexy nurse like you know we we all hear about that but then it can obviously be like a lot more extreme and doing you know like i'm gonna carve your my initials (laughs) into you that's hot though yeah especially if that's what they want I know, yeah. It was a lot. Uh, he's very devoted. I don't, I don't even talk to him anymore. You don't? <laughs> well, he thinks of you probably every day. Uh, well, if he looks, yeah. Is, do you ever get, like, genuinely upset when you have, like, a relationship split yes. with a sub? Yeah. What I, does it feel like? I I get really upset any time that I can tell that, like, my subs don't feel good. Mm. Or, for example, like, I think all of us experience this, especially as sex workers. Like, it's a little bit easier for us to disassociate at times. Yeah. And I had this recently where I just, like, I disassociated. And I could tell that my, like, my sub felt like I wasn't listening to them. Mm. And I, like, that's never how I want someone to feel. And it makes me, makes me feel bad. Like, yeah. I don't want someone to feel that way. Um, and I always try to, like, fix that as quickly as possible. But it makes me, yeah, like, it just, they're well-being is so important to me because I know that I take on a lot of responsibility being a dom and it's yeah. hard for some people to <clears throat> communicate in the way that they they need to because I'm a very direct communicator I'm very blunt like I yeah I say it in, like immediately um and so I, I want to be able to correct things immediately. Have you ever, like, gotten, in, not a fight, but, like, had someone be like, this is not what I want, or... I had this one sub who really drove me crazy, because we would have, <laughs> we would have scenes, and after, like, I would finish the scene... Like, filming scenes? No, like, like just, session, like, yeah, yeah like, like, it was like, a, like, lifestyle sub, and I remember they would complain that I, like, wouldn't do something, right? And then by the time that, what? like... I, I forget in particular, I think it was like feet stuff. Like I think we would have like a whole session and they'd be like, oh, like contact me by the time that they get home. Like they've done everything like hours later and they're like, you know, I was really upset that we didn't do this. Why didn't you say something? Exactly. And like it drives me insane because then this person would do it every single time. Just with a different thing? Like it, sometimes it'd be that thing, sometimes it'd be other things. And I'd be like, listen, if you like, if I, especially a lot of times I will, I'll be like, hey, do you want to do this? And then you consent. It's like, that's what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not sitting here I can't thinking, read your fucking mind. Exactly. I'm not a mind reader. I know people love to think that we are. Mm-hmm. But it drives me insane. Like, you need to tell me now, right now. You feel like I'm doing something and this isn't comfortable. Tell me that so that I can change it. Tell me how to change it. Right. Or if we're doing something and you're like, damn, this would be, like, so much better if we added, like... Uh, a different type of like kink it mixed in with this right. or whatever they're like oh it would be more enjoyable for me if I did this mm-hmm. like tell me that yeah that is the most important thing just tell me please I feel that way even outside of sex work in like relationships as well like if mm-hmm. someone's like oh well I wish we did it's like I could have done that I could have done that it's that just, is light I hate work. When it's the simplest thing too I know they're like why couldn't we do this or why couldn't we, do- we can't tell me we please. could we literally that's the easiest shit we could have done and it happens, honestly, quite often, mm. especially depending on the partner. Because right. some people, especially if they've had trauma in the past where they've asked for certain things and they don't get and it. And they've been, like, shut down, yeah. They, they'll have a harder time doing that. And I can relate to that. Like, I've definitely, before I got into sex work, I felt that way a lot. Like, mm-hmm. bringing up my needs. I'd be like, oh, well, this would have felt better. But I, I never would say it. I would just think it. Yes. And then you start doing it and you realize like communication is sexy. The only way to get what you want is to say it. And if you're telling me, oh my God, I get so frustrated by the time that I'm done a session and someone tells me like, oh, I wish we would have like done this. And I'm like, God damn it. I could have made this like the best sex of your life if you would have just told me this one thing. Literally. Like I want to be able to fulfill that. Like it makes me happy. Like communicating your sexual needs is actually very attractive to me. Yeah, exactly. Like if someone comes to me and they're like, this is what I want. 
yeah. Actually, this is a good segue. Do you have a partner? I, I have random partners at times. Do you find with your job it's hard? No. Or no? They're not. Uh, that's my answer too, but I know a lot of people have been like, yeah, it no. fucking sucks. No, I don't. But I don't date like, I don't know, like horror phobic. Same. Like, I don't know. I don't. I'm also like I date most people like pretty casually, even if it'll be like some someone who's meaningful. Like I'll I'll have people in my life for like years, but they won't be like a partner. How? Partner. Because I travel. Okay, boundary a lot. queen. I like. have my boundaries. <laughs> no, but like if I if I see someone, most of the time, like I don't think about them much outside of the time mm. that I'm spending with them because like the time that I give them is so important. Like I want that to be really present. Like I need to be there. I like I want to feel like I'm listening to them. They're listening to me. Like that's like the most important thing. But then like if I'm gone and I like I have to work in a different city and like I'm doing that, like that's where I am. Do How you know do you I mean? do that? Because it just won't be people that, like, it, it's not, like, a full-on relationship. It's just someone that, like, maybe I care about and we're compatible sexually like, or what whatever. happens if you fall in love? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, like, self-sabotage or genuine? You just haven't found someone? I guess like... genuine. Yeah, I just don't. Well, because yeah, no, I, I, really I only ask that because when I was stripping, I, like, I would meet people that I kind of like, but, like, I would never, ever, ever seriously mm-hmm. date them. It's, I'd be like, I'm too busy. It's interesting because I've had partners over the years where I'm, like, maybe that could be something but you know I just it just doesn't get there and that's Mm. okay and like I don't know I care for everyone like especially if it's someone who I find like we're compatible especially sexually because I think that's like really important to me I agree it's like the first thing that I need to know Mm -hmm. like are we compatible sexually and then that's why I don't get why people don't fuck till they get married I never Um, understand that I agree I'm like how did you do that sex is really such an important part of like a relationship to me yeah. personally like not everyone values it's the quickest it the same. intimacy though a way of like yes. defining if you guys are compatible in that way for sure it's true yeah so I want someone who's compatible with me sexually and then we can kind of move on to everything else and there's definitely times where I'm like damn I really like this person but just like in terms of like long term <laughs> like I just don't see like I'll see like little things and I'm like oh, I don't know it's like they're the, the way that they do this thing is different to the way the style that I do it mm-hmm. and that's not enough for me I don't know it, it happens all the time and I'm okay with that but like I value relationships it doesn't matter how long they're in my life like I value all of them just the same mm-hmm. whether it be a short term or like a long term and so it's so important to me like I don't like to Uh, deprive myself of like connections so if I can meet someone and I think wow this person will like I learned something from them or I will gain a new experience like I will take that on even if I'm in a particular city for like two weeks right wow I I think it's just important to like suck up people's energy and like like, have that good at being present like you're a very present person it's important to do that what do you do do you work on that or is it how you've always been I guess that's how I've always been that's awesome yeah I mean there's definitely times where I felt myself like disassociating and those periods of my life I like try so hard to get back Mm. because this is my like my norm like yeah being present I don't know if you feel this way and like we don't have to talk about this if you don't want but since I got sober I have no option but to be fully present and when I am around people I can tell when like the energy is off and I'm like oh I shouldn't be here mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I don't I'm like zoning out I'm disassociating and normally I would just like get fucked up and like push yeah. through it and be like oh I'm present now that's interesting because I've been sober like most of my life like really I only drank in like high school like beginning of high school wow. and so I was just like doing you know things then and I just remember pretty quickly I was like no, this doesn't seem right. Something's <laughs> off here. And maybe it's the dom in me, the control freak in me that, like, needs to be sober. I don't know. But I don't have a desire to do, mm. to drink, to do drugs, any of that. Like, I don't even, I don't even drink caffeine. Like, Damn. I, like, I need no stimulants. I, I can have half a cup of Earl Grey tea and I'll be bouncing off That's the walls. That's me too. I, I, I drink one cup of green tea and I'm like, la, 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 People la, don't la. get it. They think I'm insane. No, dude. And I was and like, if please. I, if I, I like, drink too much caffeine, I have anxiety attacks. 
like yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. tweaking like I'm like oh I'm breathing weird I know like, I'll feel it too it's weird I'm like please I just want my chamomile tea like, it, because when well. you're like very present anything that like changes your mm-hmm. perceptive or yeah. perception of reality is like oh fuck something's different I think at the end of the day also like I want to feel all of my feelings to like the fullest extent like I I love my life I like where I'm at and I also want to be able to feel other people mm-hmm. like really well and I know that I'm good at reading people I know that I'm good at like understanding people even when they're not using their words like it's just important for me to be able to have that and anything that inhibits that like makes me uncomfortable you're just good at being self-aware though because I I felt that way when I was drinking and using but like mm-hmm. I that wasn't enough to make me stop yeah so like yeah I I 100% relate and I think like I used to like feeling scared me so much mm-hmm. and even in like sex work I would be like oh like I'm hurt by this person and it's like yeah. feeling is so fucking powerful like it having is. feelings is beautiful yeah I want and, to feel them all and now I realize like I feel things to quite a deep extent like I feel all of my my emotions pretty deeply and everything will affect me for sure and sometimes that can be a little bit annoying when I'm like, damn, okay, like I just want to like push through this and keep going. But I think it just like makes me me and it makes me better. Like I, I like being able to feel all of it. I think that probably helps also doming. Like being yeah. able to feel and like see and react in a way that's so genuine. Yeah, being empathetic is like the biggest thing when it comes to being a dom. Like mm-hmm. being able to put myself in their shoes and like what I think they can take and it, I think I've always had a really good idea of understanding limits, like where someone's limit is being like pushed and like that is enough, mm-hmm. or someone I'm like, hmm, this can be pushed. Like I see it as like I they yeah. like maybe someone tells you one thing and it's like oh like maybe you know what I mean where they kind of like are hesitant back and forth mm-hmm. and then you're all all of a sudden you're in the moment and you're like they want this like right. you can like you can you can tell. tell by how they look what yeah. they say how they are exactly and all of a sudden like you just see like a light in their eyes and they're like oh my god you did it like <laughs> this is what I wanted do you know what I, mean? I love that yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's so fun to explore things and I think it's also really important that you do not boundary push more than like one thing in a scene do you know what I mean like you yeah. can't be like let's push this one and this one and this one and all of a sudden you end up with a sub crying on the floor right. <laughs> I don't want that no um but you know sometimes things like feelings are powerful and you know sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming for someone to push their limits so you need to be able to engage that and you're like oh this one thing right here (laughs) if I do that like this will trigger them you can't do that. what is your favorite um sort of category that you like doing with subs like do you have something that you genuinely love that you're like this is so fun I think it's two things I think it's medfet and impact play Mm. like those two are just like the most fun like I don't know what it is. It's just like, I'm a sadist at heart. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I am too. I'm such a sadist. And whenever, if I have someone in my life that is like, it's lifestyle, like I'm immediately like, you need to be able to enjoy me like exploring different aspects of sadism. Otherwise I'm like, I'm going to get bored. Like Lifestyle, like how often do you do lifestyle subbing? Like uh, have subs, not sub. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure. It depends. Like, sometimes it'd be, like, once a week. I think now we're getting a little bit more into, like, once a month. Mm. Just because, like, I'm getting busier and busier, you know. And I'm also, like, forming less connections outside of the industry. Like, if I'm working a lot, like, I'm busy working on my connections with people in the industry. Right. And if I'm, like, okay, I need to calm down a little bit, then I usually will spend that time, like, forming connections with people like in the real world <laughs> yeah, yeah. no I know exactly what you mean it's hard to balance I find I it mean is. they're really in work or I'm really in like reality work is reality but like exactly. a different yes, version yes I know what you mean and it's so it's it's hard for me to balance I'm not really good at balancing I'm one or the other I'm normally all in or all out I'm a very all or nothing person mm-hmm. which is probably why we're both sober <laughs> <laughs> so true what's your sign uh cancer I'm a Taurus we're that's, that's so funny sense. my best friend's a Taurus my best friend's a cancer <laughs> <laughs> because they're very like friend compatible yeah that's yeah. fun yeah I'm all or nothing how do you decide who you're gonna collab with for online work like what are your I think the biggest thing is like one aesthetic because I think as a dom like there's like a particular aesthetic to it and it's not just like usually someone who just like 
film something random in their bedroom kind of vibe mm -hmm. you know what I mean and someone like you can tell is like kind of intentional about like what they put out you can see they put an effort into their marketing like you can you can tell when someone like they genuinely spend a lot of time a day doing this I agree. and I prefer people who are do this full-time like that's kind of important um and then also just like from usually just talking to someone like you can pretty quick quickly tell whether or not they're really into this or not i also like calling people i'm gonna work with so when you I, were when you were like hey can we i was like please let's talk on yes, the phone yes 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 i always ask to have a phone call some people are like why do you want to have and I was it's like, so good to like because even if our conversation isn't if we're not going back and forth well we're not yeah. gonna fuck back and forth well i agree like no, it's, it's important really some people don't really get the importance of it but like I don't understand how someone could be like in a DM being like, let's collab. And then all of a sudden you show up at someone's door and it's like, oh, I didn't even ask you like what kind of content you make. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you realize that person doesn't do like full service. Right. And you're sitting there and it's like, uh, we can make a joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J-O-I, whatever. I like saying joy. I think it's I cute. I think it's cute that you say that. I always say J-O-I, but joy is cute. <laughs> I like joy. So I was uh, talking about this yesterday because I called him joy and everyone's like, that's so I've, cute. I've never heard anyone say it, but I thought I it was cute. I always say it. Oh, my God. J-O-I, jack-off instructions. We filmed yeah. a jack-off instructions. We did. We just filmed one. No, that I'm the same way with picking people. It's kind of, and that's why it's hard is it's like, how do I know anyone you've worked with? Do I have any mutuals who follow you? Yeah, that's important too. I'm going to stalk you a little because if you're always like cussing people out, <laughs> I'm, I'm just nervous to work I with know, you. Yeah. Because I don't like making enemies. You don't, you don't want to deal with someone who's like explosive. Mm -mm. That's important. It's, it gives me anxiety. There's already a lot of vulnerability that goes into what we do, even though I'm so numb to it. It doesn't feel that way. For sure. But <laughs> if you're also then going to emotionally like mm -hmm. do something, mm -hmm. no. The other thing is like I am, like I said before, like I feel emotions kind of deep and like I stay away from drama though because again, like I'm very blunt, I'm very communicative. Like mm -hmm. it's pretty quickly I ask you like all the questions that I need to, like what kind of content do you make? Therefore, like are there overlaps? Like can we make something together? Um, and also like, what are your limits? Like, are there things there? Like, I need to know those. Mm -hmm. Last thing I want to do is, like, especially if, like, for example, sometimes people have limits who, like, that you wouldn't think of, right? Like, some things that maybe, like, maybe they're into something kind of extreme, like water sports or whatever, but mm -hmm. they're like, but I don't like my hair pulled. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's just different, like, levels to different things. And it's, like, maybe the hair pulling triggers them. Maybe whatever it is. So, like, you need to know those yeah. things. Well, I've met people who, like, will do anal but don't, like, spit. Exactly. So it's like, okay, it's valid. But also, like, yeah. if, if, if we were doing anal, I would assume just maybe that's fucked up of me that you would also be okay with spit. Because on my exactly. head, that's way lower down. Exactly. It's However, hard. I remember one time, like, I had someone who was extremely kinky. And I think I didn't spit on purpose. But I think I was, like, drooling and it, like, came out or something. Mm. And they, like, hated it. Like, really hated it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, actually, that was an act. Like, it didn't even mean to come out. Yeah. But... Um, but it is interesting that you are interested in all these other things mm -hmm. and not spit. It's a really good thing for, that I found this out. Yeah. And I know like a lot of people like hate feet, but yeah. they'll film like fetish content. I know. And I'm like, I love feet. And you're like, damn, like you're willing to get your hascape, but you don't like a little feet. Like, <laughs> Ascaping. Right. Yeah. You know, like, okay. I wish there was like, it was regular to like send out a checklist of things that people could like check yeah. off. Yeah. Because yeah. I tried for a little to make kind of like pdf type vibes and i find mm -hmm. it turns people off like it's like i'm sure it work. does i'm sure it does like i would like if someone did that to me i'm like damn okay they're organized i like this. that's what i would think too but not everyone's like that mm -mm. because at the end of the day like i understand that this is super personal and to mm -hmm. some people they have a harder time of like compartmentalizing like this is work and th that sex and yeah. first of all i don't really love to work with people like Same. that um like i want them to also feel like like i want to work clock in like it is a job exactly i want it to be mutually beneficial i want it to be mutually healthy and that's oh, no. all i want i'm not here trying to that's like it. bust 12 nuts and like know. you know fall in love on the couch it's just not gonna work for me no of course not and like sometimes like when someone like actually comes while i'm filming i'm like oh my god wait <laughs> what happened it's like what's going on <laughs> i'm like, like whoa whoa i was but, like Damn, am I not good? Like, I was like, wow. If someone, I, I think I've said this before, but, like, if someone comes and it just, like, happens in the scene, like, yeah. and it's not, like, they're, like, 
I'm gonna come. I'm gonna force myself to come. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's fine because yeah, that's fine because like, it's whatever. casual. But if you are actively trying to suck my soul out with your eyes, you're oh like purposely trying to like come. Yeah, but we didn't talk about it. I know that is what it feels. It gets too personal, and you start to like kind of boundary cross. Yep, because like you know that you're not like it's not a personal thing. Do you know right. what I mean? Like. I it's it's important. a it's a hard conversation though because a lot of people think that you should be coming in, in scenes. I know, and like the thing is, like I'm I love authentic porn. Like that is so important to me. Like mm-hmm. I want to make porn that like feels real, all of that. But there's just sometimes where that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But as long as you can simulate real porn, then that's like still. A win? Well, because it's authentic in the way of, like, you and I are, like, enjoying, like, we're doing things how it would be. But exactly. also, in real life, not everyone can come in three minutes. Yeah. And especially when there's a camera involved, you're I know, at someone's house. it's a lot house. of pressure. It's a lot of it pressure. It is, because it puts limitations on mm-hmm. your body. And that, no one, no one does anything good in a time crunch. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, let alone orgasm. Like, you tell someone if their life depends on it, they have to come right now. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone... Maybe, maybe someone would, but it's not sure. realistic. It's not, not at all. But that's why I like, I mean, solo content sometimes for me is like the easiest and most fun. I find it slightly boring because I'm like over myself. That's the thing that I think most girls, actually, I think everyone uh, who like masturbates on their own, like it's a little boring. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like me, it's just me like holding my vibrator in one place. Like it's not moving. If I show you <laughs> like, like on camera and I did it one time for my birthday, I tried to come as many times as I could. And it, I, w- I said in the beginning of the video, this is how I, I, I masturbate. It's not going to be sexy, but I'm going to try like as hard yeah. as I can. It's not that hot. Like it's my not. legs, like I look like a little caveman. Like I'm just like <laughs> breathing heavy. I'm not moaning. I never moan yeah. when I'm alone. Like I'll let out yeah. like a, a, like a. I think the moaning thing is like, it's important for me to do it with another partner. Like I want them to feel like, like it's a way to communicate. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? But when I'm alone, it's like, I know what's happening. Like I know it feels good. Yeah, like, I exactly. Don't need to, I know. I don't need all that. I, I mean, sure things slip out. That's fine. Yeah, no, yeah. but that's when it feels genuinely good. And it's yeah, like, exactly. It's not like, um, no, yeah. over and over. Like I'm like, uh, 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 like it's not happening like that. Exactly. So then, but if I sold authentic, like wand videos, no one would buy them. I know true but the thing is when i have sex with like partners like those will be more similar to the porn that i make because it'll be me like kind of uh you know just like being a little bit more performative because we're trying different mm-hmm. things we're doing all of this you want to be sexy for your partner exactly you know what I mean? and it's like those all, all those things can like feel good but they will probably look slightly different to mm-hmm. what it would be like on camera well, we're not opening up to the camera like we're not yeah. like cheating for the camera yeah i'm not also being that exaggerated i am exaggerating yeah, then the yeah, movements yeah. are probably the same but the body language would be slightly different yeah it, it would be a little bit more subtle but that's the thing like like you want it to translate on camera well so it needs to be slightly more exaggerated i agree yeah. i know you have to go are you late <laughs> probably <laughs> thank you for coming on here i don't want to make you stay too long we've literally been filming since what 11 it's 421 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've kidnapped you you're uh, held hostage no uh, but you have, i'm such a pretty hostile <laughs> a pretty kidnapper <laughs> pretty hostile <laughs> <laughs> no seriously thank you for coming on yeah, i hope thank i see you, for you soon me. yeah